You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 218, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, never be afraid to share your mistakes or your tragedies because there is someone feeling alone in their pain and sharing what you've been through, it just could mean the difference in someone giving up or getting up. And joining me on today's show is Christine Payne. Christine has been in the beauty industry for 30 years and she's also the owner of Brushworks Hair and Makeup. And they specialize in weddings and photo shoots and corporate events. Now, in addition, Christine mentors women to recognize their worth, walk in courage, as well as discover new possibilities through sharing God's word and through her own experience in her faith journey. Now on today's show, Christine is going to share, don't worry about what happens tomorrow. Take one step today, do that every day and you'll gain momentum in your business and of course your life. She's going to talk about that you may be doing something similar to others, but no one, no one can do it just like you. And she's also going to talk about just because someone says something about you, doesn't make it true and this is good to remember about the negative things as well so that we do not base our self-esteem our self-confidence on someone else's poor image of you welcome to the show christine thank you Anne marie thanks for having me you are so very welcome 30 years in the beauty industry i'm sure you've seen a lot of changes a lot of um, things that are, are different what's been the biggest change would you say looking back over the 30 years in your industry you know, honestly, the biggest change is the advent of things like Pinterest and Instagram. Um, because it used to be clients would show up with tear outs of magazines and they would have to try and um, speak what they wanted so yes. much. And now there's so many visuals out there that they can just create an entire Pinterest board. And it's both easier and more challenging to create it because we have to educate them on how many things are actually photoshopped and touched uh, up that you know what they're seeing is not exactly reality so yes. we have to bring reality and expectations a little more together yes so great <laughs> communication skills um and yeah walking delicately to to uh, to support <laughs> clients but isn't it interesting i think a lot of businesses have been impacted positively and negatively um by technology and i think you know when we look at all of the great great incredible tools um as long as we learn how to harness them in the best possible way and and, and consistently across that is always the delivery of quality service and, and communications is is key today so let's talk about not worrying about what happens tomorrow that's a lot easier said than done considering all the things as business owners and what's going on in our lives that can become quite overwhelming for, for many of us so share some more insights um oh my gosh i mean i've had the company brushworks uh, my business partner and i have been 13 years in business together so it's been a huge part of my 30-year career yeah. 
Um, but you know, when you're trying, when we built the business, I didn't know anything about building it. I literally learned it from the ground up. If mm -hmm. I needed to learn about websites, I read about websites and technology. I, and I just learned it every single step of the way. And so there were so many times where we were worried, like, Oh my gosh, are these clients going to show up? Are we going to know what to do when it happens? And I really just had to stop because when I started it, I was a single mom with three kids and you can only do what you can do. And I, I realized all I can do is worry about exactly what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. And if God got this business started and he's gotten me this far, I really cannot worry about tomorrow or one year from now because that's just like mental clutter. Mm -hmm. I can only worry about where I am right at this moment and trust that tomorrow will be okay. Yeah, I love that. And it's such a great reminder for us, no matter what's going on. And, and often we hear, and it's so true, and in the Bible it's repeated over and over again, we need to renew and re our minds every single morning. When we look too much in the past, that can really weigh us down with shame and guilt and so forth. If we look too far in the future, that can often cause a lot of anxiety. And I think so often what we do is we try and keep everything and think of everything that we need to consider in our minds. And then we lump it all together. It's far too overwhelming. And, and we're not designed in, in that way. So, and that's true. So we need to really bring it to prayer and, and, and allow God to, to do the worrying because he's got it all sorted anyway. But from a practical sense, and that's a spiritual sense and that's something that we know that we need to do. From a practical sense, if you're thinking about business, I mean, there are things that we need to have in place so that we don't get anxious or worried. Where's the next client coming from? So when you look back and you can see some of the things that you've put into place in your business, what were they and what do you see common gaps that people in business don't have and that's why they're constantly struggling to get new clients and, and get their message out there so what are some things practical things that we need to put into place do you think um i would say one of the most practical things that i started in the very beginning was uh i am a huge list maker mm -hmm. and writing things down so prioritizing exactly what you need to do and setting those priorities of you know when you get up in the morning uh, don't go straight to social media because mm -hmm. you immediately make somebody else's drama or whatever they're writing, like that's your priority. It, yes. it clutters your brain. So mm -hmm. sitting down and figuring out what exactly do I need to do today and what am I going to do today that's going to bring in the money immediately? Mm -hmm. So are there clients that were directly referred to you from a specific person? Those would be priority A rather yes. than somebody who just randomly saw you on the internet or if they saw you randomly on the internet is their event date within the next 90 days like mm -hmm. that is something that is more immediate um you know not chasing people who are getting married a year and a half from now mm -hmm. yes. and then as it got as we got bigger then the things that really became important were setting up systems because at some point i had to stop thinking of us as a small business yeah. And I started looking at us as, no, we are business women running a company. Mm -hmm. How do other companies mm -hmm. do this? How do companies like McDonald's or Walmart or Bank of America? And the, the key thing is they have systems. Yes. They have concrete yeah. written down systems of how to do everything, whether it's answering an inquiry, onboarding new staff, mm -hmm. um, doing timelines and those systems it frees up your mind to make other decisions because you put it down clearly. Yes. Other people don't have to. 
worry about it. If I go on vacation, I hand over the systems. This is how we do it. Just follow it. Mm -hmm. And it was, that was a tremendous boost in our, in our business. Yeah. I think systems and processes are one of the biggest um, gifts you can give yourself as a business owner. At the time of putting them together, we may need to step away for a bit and really document everything. But I think, as you say, that is something that will enable your team to spearhead ID, you know, forward on, on some of those tasks that we may be doing ourselves and stretching ourselves way too thin. When you think about systems and processes, I don't know about you, but when some for many people that I speak to, they kind of roll their eyes. They go, oh, I know, I need to have them in place, but I don't. What did you do? What would you say? I always like to do things in, in three steps. What would be three steps that you took, because obviously you've got some great systems in place, that enable you to continue to move forward, take one step at a time to get these systems and processes in place? What are three steps that we can share with people today to get them inspired that, hey, these systems are going to help me grow my business? Um, one of the biggest steps that we took was my, my business partner and I looked at where were we failing? Mm -hmm. Where were the disconnects? Was it unable to return phone calls? Were we not getting back to inquiries on the computer as much? So that was probably the first thing was looking at the pitfalls yes. and figuring out what do we need to do in order to fill in that gap? Mm -hmm. um, having done hair and makeup for so long, it was kind of easy to figure out the beginning parts of how do I need to reach out to them. But, um, you know, creating templates for mm -hmm. emails and setting up, uh, we now have all these automated things that go out to people when they inquire, figuring out what is it that they're asking the most? What is the most wanted knowledge or information about what we do? Um, so there needs to be some education. We needed to fill in the gaps and we needed to figure out between the two of us what our strengths were. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've only worked with a business partner on it, but really figuring out what do I do really, really yes. well? What does she do really, really well? And separating those uh, responsibilities so that we could attack it from both sides, so to speak. Yeah, you know, those are brilliant uh, strategies in itself because I think so often what we, we, we think, okay, as business owners, I know I need to have a system in this and a system in that, but where we often forget to put a system is where we can sometimes be the biggest bottleneck and we don't see that. So what are you complaining about? I love that. What is something that consistently is an issue? And that is a great place to start because often if we start with the biggest issue and we release ourselves from the worry and, and having to put the fires out, so to speak, then, uh, and sometimes it can be dealing with customers and we don't want to let that slip through the crack. Once we get those systems in place and that they're working, then w again, we can focus on on things that really require our time. Love, love, love those strategies. Let's talk about something else. Uh, and this is often something that I see many people struggling with as well. They look at what the market is doing, the industry. We talked about some great tools already, Pinterest and so forth. These technologies have really, for many of us, opened the the um, our, our ideal clients and and where we are, you know, delivering and, and able to to market our businesses, particularly for service based companies and businesses globally. Which means there's a lot of what we would say is is competitors, and we can often compare ourselves. I know we shouldn't do that, but we do. And I love the way you said we may be doing something similar to other people, but no one can do it quite like us. 
ourselves in mm. our business. What are some things that you often remind the, the clients that you mentor and, and that you were reminded of? Because I'm sure there's a lot of other people in your industry doing similar things to you, but no, no one doing it like you. What are some things that enabled you to really pinpoint that? Um, you mean pinpoint like... What was not, unique about you? Yeah, what was oh, unique about yeah. you? And then some strategies around not comparing. Um. I don't want to give away all the unique things about us. No, 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 not the actual unique things, but maybe some of the things. Like I know talents is definitely one, talents and, and, and different techniques. But so often we take those for granted, don't they? Because they're, unique, they're, they're innate to us. So what are some things we need to consider to be able to pinpoint those unique things about us? Ourselves? No, that's, that's a very good point. I, um, because even being in this business 30 years, I will still go to classes from people who have been in it for you know, eight, 10 years, I'm yes. watching people on Instagram that maybe have done it for two and I'm constantly learning something. So I have to, you have to remember that just because you've learned something and you know it and somebody else is teaching it, because if you get on YouTube, there could be 2 million people teaching the exact same thing. Yeah. But I learned this when I was, I was trying to learn a particular technique. Um, and it was a, a particular braid I watched over and over and over and over for months, this one particular thing. And it was one girl that clicked. And I thought, how could I have not have seen this the first time? But it was just a particular word or because she was left-handed and I'm left-handed. Maybe I saw it from that point of view or it was just the right time. You know, it's mm -hmm. like if you're hearing scripture and you could hear it over and over and you don't get it until the day you do. Yes. So it's just really having confidence that, it doesn't matter if somebody else has said it 20 million times. There are so many people out there that maybe they heard it all 20 million times, but you're the 20 million and first person that said it, and that was the time they needed to get it. Mm. So take the pressure off of yourself and just realize it's it happens for them when it happens, and it doesn't make you any less just because you know some of the same things. Your delivery is going to be different. Your personality, mm. your technique just the way that you inflect or hold your hands or connect with people is critical to their understanding individually so yeah so true and I think often what we do is we do look at what other people are doing and we tend to try and emulate even though we may not um, set the intention of doing that but we take on board some of the characteristics and, and mannerisms particularly for those of us who can mirror people really well but I think that's a real um, reminder, really important reminder for us to know who we are, how has God wired us, what are some of those wacky characteristics that maybe sense of humour, maybe your ability to just walk into a room and just light everyone up, those kind of things I think we shouldn't take for granted because when we weave them in, as you said, to the, the delivery and the style and our mannerisms, that's what's really going to separate for us from everybody else and you're so true, you can go and listen to a lecturer and the same lecture over and over again and then someone just delivers the first words or they may, may, may share something humorous or a personal story that instantly you connect and then you're open to, to listening to that. And I think when we can clarify it and often it's the clarification that we get stuck on. We're not clear on that and therefore we don't bring that out consistently in the way that we do all of our business dealings. Because I think, and I'd love your, your um, insights on this, I think often when we're not 
clear clear on something, we're not delivering that consistence con- consistently. And it's the consistency, mm. the experience of consistency, the delivery, the outcome, the excellence, all of that that helps us create a reputation of whatever it is that you're creating. Would you say that's a fair statement? Yeah, I, I definitely would. And and even more, I think sometimes getting your point across, you know, and it kind of goes along with the comparison and, and things like that is, you know, like when I teach, I've done a lot of classes teaching people how to do hair, mentoring women, things like that, um, where I was talking about don't be afraid to talk about your mistakes. Yeah. So many times when I've spoken about my mistakes, whether it was in my craft, my life or whatever. So let's take my craft. If I said, oh, I tried to do this technique this way, but I was doing this particular thing wrong with my hands or whatever I was doing. And just by telling people, this is how I did it wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I figure out how to do it right. That can be the one key where people go, wait, I was doing that wrong thing and I wasn't getting the right you know, message across or the right result, but people don't always want to say that they did something wrong because they think it's going to somehow discredit them or make them less professional. And I think it just makes you a whole lot more relatable and approachable, whether it's business-wise, artistically, whatever that might be. Yeah, I'm seeing a shift in that too, and you would see that too, I'm sure, that a lot of people are sharing some of those vulnerabilities and some of those stories about the the growth that they've had. And I think often when we see, uh, and, and we hear this term so often, they're highlight reels, um, we, 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 we engage with them to a certain level, but if we have work, walked the same journey, if we can understand that struggle, that you know frustration, and it's like, I absolutely get you, and, and the way that you deliver that, that is, as you say, going to make you so much more relatable, and your ideal client is going to then understand, oh, she gets me. You know, she's not going to judge me. She, I don't have to be ashamed that I had to learn this, you know, several months before finally the, the penny dropped. And uh, I love that. So I think incorporating that into our stories and in, into the way that we communicate will certainly build uh, rela- stronger relationships. Something that often will happen too as we're sharing our message and our story is we can get some criticism. And that's mm. not always easy to cope with either. And I love the way that you say, just because someone says something about you does not make it true. <laughs> what are some insights? What are some words of encouragement? Because often I think as women, and men too, but I think women in particular, because we really are, our business is a part of who we are, our identities, and we want to do the best. And so when someone criticizes us, our self-worth and our self-identity takes a major hit. What do we do? We start to to play small. So what, what words of encouragement would you have? Uh, that's been a really tough one because it's, yeah, when, especially when you're, well, I can only speak from a place of being artistic, but mm. I think an artistic person, it is so much of who you are and it's yeah. everything that you do. Um, I used to take it so much more to heart. It was actually my husband who really ran that home for me and it was more in a, a personal sense it was somebody had been attacking me actually I had a, a couple of people attacking me and he just sent me a text one day and said just because this person says you're this and this person says you're that doesn't make it true yeah, and I all of a sudden that. I went oh, I need oh my gosh he's so right it's just they just said it they're just words and it's really a reflection of more their perception yes. not a reality of who you are because 
you know, we just, we take that on when we don't really need to. It's somebody mm. else's feelings, not what we're in reality. Yeah. We are. So, yeah. So, so true. And I think, you know, we're reminded to in the Bible that, you know, Jesus has said to us that, you know, in the world, we will have difficulties and trials. And I mean, he was too. I mean, obviously what you're talking about is slightly different, but as we are sharing our message, I think we have to realize too, that so often people who come from a place of maybe being hurt, they might respond and react in quite a different way than in which we thought that they would. And I, I recall a story being told that, um, and this was happened online, someone shared a message and they someone else responded and it was quite an attack. And rather than retaliating or responding or just hiding out, that person commented, oh, I'm really, I'm really surprised that you took up, you know, let's talk about this, what's going on? And then that person who responded quite, quite strongly shared a personal story and that really had triggered him too. And once they realised that and as soon as he was able to voice that, the, the, the actual tension just completely waned. And I think as Christians, you know, um, we're reminded that sometimes um, we need to not respond in, in a way or react, but rather show that compassion, you know, that Jesus did. Uh, not kind of go judgment or, or perceive something that may or not, may not be true at all, but how we respond and react is going to open up the conversation for further um, discussions or, or not. And sometimes they're just people out there that really we don't. Yeah, you can you can try and say things to you blue in the face, but yeah, we've had we've had you know multiple clients over thirteen years that you know we would get very angry emails about you know some of our processes or invoices or things like that and then you know we knew that we'd communicated to the best of our ability and then a simple phone call a really humble phone call of hey i never meant to do anything what mm. is going on will sometimes reveal there's family drama there's a death in the family somebody's lost a job they're just overwhelmed with their own lives so i think that's part of when we learned so much of it is not about us. There's so much in life that is not about us with other people's reaction. Yeah. It's, but if you, yeah, if you come across and you're brave enough to react to someone with extreme vulnerability and humbleness, mm. you will get, you know, you, you'll get to the heart of them rather yes. than a conflict. And I'm sure those customers that you did connect with and say, hey, you know, I'm, we're sorry about this. How can we uh, work with you? That just having that phone call was in itself like thank you so much it's how we deal with those issues even if yeah. there was something that we did that was it was misunderstanding it was a something that was beyond our control how we respond to that and make it better can often um, be the reason why these customers start to speak, sing our praises to many more yeah. yeah there was an issue but you should have seen how they dealt with it it was amazing and and those kind of things i think as Christian business owners, we can do that, then we really um, can make a huge difference. And it's important for our businesses as well. So I love that. And generally, we tend not to want to have any conflict at all. Um, but it's scary. <laughs> it is, it is. But I think if you go from the approach of, look, I'm really sorry about uh, sorry about that. I can see that, that um, you know, this, this is absolutely not up to ex expectations. How can we make it better for you? You know, I think when you go in that response, immediately people's guards are down because they feel heard, listened to, and often people re react in a negative way because they don't feel heard. People try and go into the defense mode. But I think if you twist it around and say, how can we make this a win-win for all of us? Um, then they're able to, to, to give. People will ask, 
or will answer you and give what they uh, would expect to you so you don't kind of have to guess on, on what you can do. So ask them and, and if that's something that you can deliver, you know, do that 120%. I love that. So what would be one last insight that you would leave for businesses to, to you know, to keep them moving forward, momentum, day, just one step at a time, day after day, day after day? What would be one last insight that you would want to leave with people today? Um, one last insight is um, I would probably say not to give up and to write down your goals. I, I don't think enough business owners take the time to really sit. We get so caught up in being busy, busy, busy and working in our businesses mm -hmm. that we don't work on our businesses. And when I've taken the time to go to um, a conference or a retreat or whatever and just sit down and really write down, what do I want out of this? Mm -hmm. What do I want in the next year? Making a vision board or whether it's just writing things down. I mean, you know, and that's in the Bible. <laughs> Write yeah. it down and make it plain. Mm -hmm. And that is so key. But just taking the time to sit back and be quiet. Mm -hmm. Don't get on the computer. Don't talk to anybody else. What do you want? Write it down, figure it out specifically, and it will give you a clarity and um, a direction to go in. If you don't have that direction, mm -hmm. you can have every intention in the world, but if you don't have the direction, you're not going to get there. Yeah, so, so important. So how can people find out more about you, Christine? How is the best way for them to connect with you? Um, well, if they want to go to our business, they can go to um, brushworks.net, B-R-U-S-H-W-O-R-X.net, um, and they can email me at the same of Christine at brushworks.net. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of those details on our show notes as well, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE218. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I think we cannot hear this enough because, you know, we cruise along and all of a sudden another challenge and then all of a sudden another challenge. But as you would know, being, you know, 30 years in the industry and in your own business for such a, a long time now too, there are issues and challenges that happen. It's just a normal part of business. But how we react, how we respond, the systems that we put into place, that is going to be the difference between going, you know, this is another one. We just use this and, and to, to build our strength, build our commitment, our tenacity. And uh, it certainly allows you to, to grow in, in character and in strength. And of course, you know, continue to build a business that honors him in every way. So thank you for coming on the show. One of the things I'm doing for all of my guests, and I'd be honored to do that for you too, Christine, is just to finish the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you? Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for your opportunity to speak with Christine today and be reminded of how important it is for us to not be anxious about what is going to happen next week, uh, next month, even tomorrow in our business. And of course, we're reminded that we need to lean into you, seek out your word, have those systems in place, those practical steps, so that we can continue to build a business one step at a time, one day at a time that honours you. Father, we also want to just uphold Christine and her business partner and the business and the clients in, in, pr in prayer to you for your continued blessing, for your continued favour as uh, she, yeah, continues to grow her business and uh, we ask this all in Jesus name. Amen.
Thank you so much for coming on the show. I uh, love that you share the insights. As you said, you've been in an industry that has been around for many years and will always, I think, there's always going to be, that this kind of thing cannot be automated, I don't think. Uh, no. Beauty. <laughs> Can't just kind of go into something and all of a sudden we, you know, get this face put on. It's going to be something that uh, is well into the future. So uh, thank you for sharing your insights today. Thank you, Anne-Marie. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. Hi, I'm Marie. Are you still there? This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.